0: I'm a hard time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And
1: I'm Teresa. I have a
0: family business, two young kids, and a baby.
1: This is a show about
2: life after getting life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be we swear. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, Bad Influences. Plus, we are live from the G-Man Tavern in Chicago with special guest graphic novelist Lucy Nicely. Uh, Teresa, before I ask how you are, I have to say, happy Mother's Day, guys. We were saying it's the ultimate feel-good-or-feel-awful holiday. I mean, (laughs) Teresa and I were coming out of our hotel, and, like, this guy's like, Happy Mother's Day, don't forget your flowers. And I'm like, there's no children with me. Like, I'm like, I don't have a giant bag with me. I'm not, like, wearing anything specific that says, like, Mom. And I was just like, this really is kind of a fucked-up holiday. (laughs) It's like a really... Possibly. I mean, I took a flower. If you hand me a yeah. flower, I'm going to fucking take it. But yeah. why, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but uh, we just want to say thank you guys so much for coming out. You guys have come uh, both locally and from very far away. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And really good job. Thanks so much for being here
1: with us. And Teresa, how are you? Oh, well, I made it. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. Uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm good. I think I realized when I was on the airplane by myself and I think for the first time in my life was like really weirdly excited to be on an airplane. (laughs) Like it was, it was a grand luxury. It was really weird. Like I've never been like, I've been like a nervous flyer or just like not a very like big traveler. But I was really looking forward to sitting in my seat. (laughs) I like really. Yeah. And it kind of dawned on me like I was feeling good. I wasn't feeling anxious or sad. Um, And I was (laughs) like, oh, I needed a break. This, this plane is my break. Yeah. It, no, I mean, this weekend is yeah. my break. So oh, thank yeah. you guys yeah. for yeah. bringing us here. I really needed a break. Yay! Um, yeah, so yeah. And also, like, my kids didn't care that I was leaving. Oh, that... that None helps. of them. It that really helps. Yeah. That was not the experience in my yeah.
2: house. Yeah. But I'm going to save that for a topic one day. <laughs> Prying yourself away from breaking the hearts of your children. Different thing. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? I'm... Tired still. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm tired, guys. It's been a while, and apparently a plane ride does not help me catch up. But I wanted yeah. to kind of talk about. I realized I've hit this strange level of tired, where the only thing at the end of the day, uh, when the kids are in the tub and I'm cleaning up after dinner, I put music on, and the only thing that my body's like, oh. You're so tired. The only thing you could possibly tolerate listening to right now to fully express how tired you are is Jimmy (laughs) Puppets. It's like super lazy beach music, like ass in the sand, beer in my hand, like I just like I've totally become this person who's like Take me away
1: to a tropical island.
2: And, oh. like, Stefan will walk in and be like, what the fuck is happening yeah. here? And I'm like...
1: And you're like, it's Friday somewhere, man. It's Friday man. fucking somewhere. <laughs> it's Friday somewhere
2: right up in here. I just thought, well, that's, that's something. Yeah. We've reached Jimmy Buffett tired. Yep. That's, that's where we are. Speaking of reaching Jimmy Buffett tired and things that can possibly influence us, that ties in nicely to today's topic, which is bad Influences.
1: Please take a moment to remember if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you were married to the host
2: of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you.
1: Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Miss and children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Yeah.
2: Teresa. Bad influences I think before we get into it we should sort of lay the groundwork for like what maybe we're talking about because that could change hence why I say maybe okay um but we're not editing this show so (laughs) ta-da! if it changes we're all going to know about it together in the room (laughs) so bad influences are we I think there's like two types of influences that just jump to my mind that for me is what I was thinking about and that is like sort of pop culture influences like music or books or TV or like t- characters that kind of thing or like Fox News Fo- <laughs> that's right <laughs> Fox News that's right as long as they're listening to news Teresa, <laughs> it's gotta be okay and then uh, <laughs> oh only a room full of parents gets that hilarious <laughs> reference uh, okay Uh, Or are we talking about, like, kids? Like, you know, like, kids in your kids' lives, especially if you have Mm. older kids, then you're like, that kid's a bad
1: influence. Um, You're talking about, like, your kid's older sibling, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Definitely. (laughs) I was not the kid in our family. (laughs) And it certainly wasn't me who was the
2: influence (laughs) ever. Why doesn't anybody want to play with me anymore, Mom? (laughs) (laughs) Their parents have called. (laughs) So I think... I was like the kid most people thought was already smoking, and I'm like, why, guys? I just totally not me yet. So I guess the, I, what do you think? I mean, is that kind of what you're thinking, or yeah, good? Well, before <laughs> we're done, well, before we get further into the discussion, yeah. we want to welcome up our very special guest, critically acclaimed and award-winning comic creator and Chicago local, Lucy Nicely. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Come on, swing around. <laughs> all right, bad influences. Outside, uh, Lucy, I'll ask you because you weren't up here. Does that hit all your boxes as well? Am I missing?
3: Well, my son is about to turn two. Oh, all um, the influences right now. So yeah. many things are influencing him. Yes. <laughs> definitely. actually true. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't go to preschool yet. So he goes to like this weekly play or twice weekly play group. And there is a kid there that I hate. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> and I I was not the kind of person that hated children Just before be own. <laughs>
1: Just To be clear, this is a, another 2-year-old you're talking yeah. about, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Cool. But he's big. Cool. He might be 3. I'm not. Okay.
1: <laughs> I
3: could take him though. Yeah, 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 yeah. And frequently think about it, but I never actually have and this kid waits until my son sees a toy that he wants to play with, and then he runs to the toy and just camps on it, mm-hmm. looking my son dead in the eyes. Dang. Just like, what? What are you going to do about it? And my, my son is very verbal, so he, he's always like, want to play with that? And I'm just like, just keep, I'm like behind him just being like... <laughs> You there. We, we just have to wait our turn, sweetie pie. Well, so Don't is this is your
2: kid then coming home and like you go to get something from the kitchen and he's like, fuck you, mom. Yeah,
3: I'm sitting on the whisk. There has yeah. definitely been an uptick yeah. in that sort of thing since he started Play School. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. this morning he looked my husband dead in the eyes and he took a full cup of water and just went,
2: oh, yeah. 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 Yes. And I just
3: watched like my husband start to boil with rage. Okay,
2: actually, hold on. This actually is an interesting thing that I had no notes on. And that is... I, I know for a fact that, like, when Katie Bell started coming home from, like, you know, preschool or whatever at LST, the moment, like, bad behavior entered the house, I was like, it's everybody else. <laughs> yeah. It's it is not so me. certainly the influences of <laughs> other two- and three-year-olds. That's right. I have to say, it is definitely not my perfect <laughs> child. It's definitely not just coming up like every child yeah, naturally does on their own to test boundaries. <laughs> that definitely couldn't be the case. Oh, yeah. So, because, like, for me, I feel like most of my memories surround, like, kid influences. Like, I feel like I've shared this story before, but there was this kid, Jennifer, and she was a little more popular, and, but she suddenly took a liking to me. <laughs> like me, And uh, so I would hang out at her house, and she was kind of a nasty kid. Like, she, like, kind of talked nasty about other kids, you know, like that kind of thing. And uh, I would come home, and clearly I had picked that up. Like, my mom one day said, you're not hanging out with Jennifer anymore because you've been hanging out with her for a while and you have turned into one seriously nasty, like you've, you've just started talking in a way that you were not talking beforehand. And I will admit, uh, it could be in retrospect that I'm just letting the blame fall easily <laughs> on someone else, but I do feel like there was some influence. I mean, I feel like yeah, if, you're, if when you're and I've seen it happen with like adults friends of mine too. Like suddenly you start running with somebody and you start picking up their habits. If you're running with somebody who like use, you know, calls everybody whatever some, you know, phrase, there's a really good chance you might start doing it too just because you're so used to hearing it, right? Yeah. Like so I think that there are the yeah, kid influences well. We can't blame everything on other people's children. <laughs> I do think there's something to it, that like, you get around and you see stuff and you pick up the behaviors. But, Teresa, I would really like you to share what's going on in your house really to lay the groundwork for, I think, more sure. of this discussion.
1: Yeah, sure. So we're, we're dealing with, I guess, just the Captain Underpants situation <laughs> in my house. I feel like that probably means a lot, to many of you, at least. Um, so, Gracie picked up some Captain Underpants books that were on the shelf in her first grade classroom, and they, they really appealed to her. Um, so, you know, there were lots of other things that we were reading, but now it's kind of like Captain Underpants all the time, which, you know, it's not my favorite thing, but that's, that's fine, but the problem is that Captain Underpants has has now become a part of our household. So um, so now it's like, you know, everything is like the poop and the pee and the farts and the it's just like all the all the like bathroom words, you know? Which like who cares? Whatever. Um, well, you can care but, a little bit about it, I mean sometimes there's like a level where I'm like, that's itch. And I enjoy a good poop well, reference. That's but the like. th- Well, but that's the thing. Like, it's like I—I I definitely was like, like Jesse and I were both like managing pretty well with it. Like, well, we knew this was going to happen yes. at some point that like our kids were going to think this was hilarious, and it just happened to come at a time where you know Oscar can get really into it too. He also <laughs> now thinks it's hilarious. So, so they're they're really bonding together over this stuff, and it's. It's, like, everything. Like, it's, they are just, everything we talk about becomes a joke about, like, the bathroom. It just, it's, it's, it's starting to make me lose my mind. Can you tell how my eyes are getting really big (laughs) while I talk about it? It's so much that, like, I I can't, I've tried all these different tactics. I'm mostly just trying to, like, let it pass, but, like, Jesse pointed out to me the other day, like, this may never go away. Okay. Um, <laughs> because he was, like, he, and I was, like, well, and then what I, I and then, well, this, but then we, I, I realized, like, because, like, it's always going to be, like, a taboo. Mm. Like, yeah. it's never, that's why it's so funny to them. And so, it's, that's always just going to be that way. And, um, that's devastating um, <laughs> and but also like I found myself like a couple times I wanted to be like if you say this one more time I'm gonna not let you read these books anymore mm, I don't, I don't and then I was like that. that's stupid but then I was I also know. like but then I'll give them like a poop fetish <laughs> 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 Which, you know yes obviously um, so
3: logically
1: that's yeah so, it goes yeah. like that it just obviously <laughs> that's weird. how you get a poop fetish right guys <laughs> yeah and And so, but it I just want to be clear, like, as far as bad influences, like I'm not just being like prudish about bathroom words, like my kids are playing pranks. they think pranks are really cool now and funny from reading these books. God
2: no
1: and yeah to the point where yeah. it's like they'll, they'll even I've, I've, I've said you cannot play pranks in my house unless it's like surprise I hugged you yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's like the example that I give them and they're like okay um. surprise I baked you a cake and cooked yeah. it all up yeah <laughs> yeah So, but they still don't, they're, they're like, okay, well then we're just going to do harmless pranks. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. and none of that has, I mean, they don't understand what it, anyway. So that's the situation I'm dealing with right now. I do consider it. A bad influence. See, this is what like prompted
2: this topic because, like, my first thought of bad influence was like she's smoking in the boys' room, like that kind of thing. She is, and it's <laughs> no reflection on my life, and or you know, or like music, like if you know, kids are like singing like lyrics that maybe not appropriate for eight year olds to be singing. Uh, there's lots of things in our conference. like this is fine, but not at school. But but you're right. I think the ones that I actually I actually almost feel like. Like that's more identifiable, and it's these sneaky ones where you're like, because that's just it—is that like pre-kid biz, and even like biz with like four and whatever you're all, however, newborn Ellis at the time. I would have been like, well, as long as they're reading, I don't give two shits what they're reading. Are they reading? I mean, obviously, I care what they're reading, but like in that vein of Captain Underpants and like whatever, I'd be like, as long as they're reading, that's great. But I think those are the sneaky sort of sinister things that come in where suddenly your kids are like pantsing each other all or
1: they're pantsing uh. you. And you're like, and you can't get them to stop. Or because, pantsing other kids at school. Or pantsing other that. kids at school Yeah. like I mean, it's Because some st- some of the stuff is like really not okay. Yeah. Exactly. And sometimes it's really hard for the kids to understand right. what what things are like Funny in a book, and totally not okay to do in real life. Well, right, yeah, which I mean, which does get a little bit into the whole like, when is it all
2: right for certain things to be introduced to your child? And people feel like really differently about this, you know what I mean? Like, and and I think that that's fine. You know your kid, you, you figure it out, but that's the problem with the world out there. You know your kid, you can keep things sort of regulated in your house, but they have to fucking go outside. Yeah. And like, and there on your bookshelf in a first grade classroom is like Captain Underpants, you know, dun dun dun, dun. right next to the heroine. <laughs> but this, this leads me to kind of like what I want to talk about a little bit because my first thought was, well, great, just fucking pull those books. Just get him the fuck out of your house, man. Yeah. And then that led me to, I'm becoming a censor. <laughs> Censoring, like you know, twenty year old is like, no, you become the man. No. Don't fucking censor your entire right. But like,
1: no. and so I, I feel you can read all no. the Captain Underpants you want, I know. man. Well, and in the movie, so the, there's a movie, and in the movie, oh. like, the, I can't like tolerate sitting through the whole movie so I don't really understand what happens but there is like a part where like anti-humor boy is like yeah. who they need to stop oh, and there no. is like this feeling that I get where I'm like oh god like <laughs> I'm trying to like shut down their joy they're like they're, like that's what it's making me feel that's it that's, it. that's yeah. it there's like a rose
2: Okay, so Lizzie, I want to kind of like present those to you first because you're mm-hmm. in the cool world of like graphic <laughs> novels and such I mean so I wonder like Pre-post kids, what was your feeling on like not I mean, I don't want to say, it's, it's kind of like banning something from your, I mean, I feel like we should like censoring, banning, removing. Well, let me uh, tell you right now, yeah. my parents hated comic
3: books <laughs> Yeah, yeah. when I was growing up, and right. I am a comic book artist, so yeah. this sort of embargo can go terribly wrong. <laughs> 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 so the poop fetish. Like yeah, poop like fetish. fetish. I am the human yeah. comic book poop fetish, yes. yes. <laughs> this is what happens, and I read Archie comics, my mom thought they were sexist, and uh, ah, my dad see. thought they were trashy and now that's what I do so I I, I think of that all the time with my kid where I'm like I only want you watching like the best animation like Japanese like Miyazaki animation and stuff and then the nanny lets him watch like this horrible dinosaur train like dinosaur train dinosaur train dinosaur
2: train and I'm like I don't even (laughs) gonna ride the dinosaur train (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate that show too by the way no, it's like no, but I know what you mean. Like there's yeah, so yeah. pre
3: pre kid Lucy was like no, only the finest like fine animation, yeah, like, classic Disney and stuff. And now I'm like, uh, I can just put Dinosaur Train on. Yeah. And like,
2: <laughs> you can just read your cast in underpants and, and get yeah, dinner. Well, right? Okay, this is a pre post kid as well as kid age like unveiling right like because yeah. like even like so there's pre-kid I'm never going to do this and then you have kids and like I'm still I'm going to do some never other new version of I'm never going to do this and then like everything changes and you're like we are going to do all of that <laughs> right away, because like when they're one or two or th- even three, it's like really like ninety percent of the geniuses people call in with. They're like, I just took fucking stickers right out of the house, <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, you did, right? Like, uh, they never gonna know that stickers exist, and like, or like in our house, because Stefan was kind of like ha 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 at me, and I was like, Stephen, you have forbidden those three fucking Star Wars movies from (laughs) being played in the house. And like you've said, like Katie Bell has said, Papa, everybody has seen these in school. And he said, well, you can go watch them at somebody else's house, but you're not watching them in this house, right? Like, it's totally fine. She's going to be still canon. Don't worry about it. But like, (laughs) it's... Like, we, we have set those kind of things up in our house, like, instinctually to make our lives easier. They're totally fair to do, right? Like, I mean... I don't want fucking stickers in my house, guys, or glitter, right? I think that's fair. But then they start getting older, and it starts to feel creepy. Yeah. When you, I mean, I feel like that's the issue. Like, right. I don't think anybody, for the most part, like, the average parent is like, you know, you'll never listen to rock and roll, right? Like, I mean, like, I gonna say that this conversation to our listenership is like, no, rock and roll's all right. right. I just, you know, like, that kind of thing. But I do feel... Like, it's a slippery slope of, yeah. like, what's okay and, like, what isn't. So I don't, I mean, like, I don't know. How do you guys deal? I mean, like, I feel like it's a big guilt trigger for me. Of yeah. like Because we, I'm trying to think, like, what did we outlaw mm-hmm. in the house? And, like, for us, it tends to be, like you said, the shitty, just shitty TV shows. Yeah. Just ones that are, like, it's super bad. Like, where you're, like... Stephan always be like, the animation sucks. And I'm like, well, it's, I can cook dinner, so I don't care, right? Like, right. there's that. Which does lead to the whole question, what if your, like, partner or anybody else who's helping you with your kids doesn't know that you've, like, not allowed the book in the house, right? Or the, like, certain music. Or, God, I feel like I'm, like, 100 years old. Don't play that music in the house. We don't allow it. I don't know. Like, is there anything that you think would be too far or... Well, like the, once it starts really to sort of, look like comes, the Footloose town, yeah, so, yeah, having. you don't want to become Footloose <laughs> town. Yeah, this says right. burning hell, I love that. <laughs> thing. You don't want to become Footloose town, but like, I guess, I guess the question is, is it really in most scenarios about what's influencing your kid, about like the kid, or is it about you? Because I feel like so much of for me, like ninety percent of it's just shit I fucking hate, and then there's like ten percent which really is about like there's some bad behavior, like, there's something dangerous or bad or just, like, not okay happening. Like, I don't want you out in the world doing this. I don't want you, you know, to be influenced like that. So, like, I don't know. It's this. Do you
1: feel like... Teresa, do you feel like this is... Where does this fall in general for you? I mean, it's 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 actually really overwhelming to me when I think about it the way you just described it. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's Sound fine. Cute. Yeah, no, I just... I, I feel like... Because I think... Pre-kids and or, like, pre-Captain Underpants experience, I would have just said to myself, well, like, look, like, we want our kids to get exposed to lots of culture and lots of things in the world, and they're going to gonna see yeah. things that they don't like, and they're going to see things that they do, or things that we like and they don't, or things that they like and we do. And, like, a lot of these things... Even if we don't agree with them, we these are opportunities for learning and we can like talk through, well how does this make you feel or like how this God. is I can tell you how it makes me. I mean uh, that I is know what I love you. I mean You're that's such a good mom. Well, but but what I'm what I'm leading up yeah. to oh, is good. that I'm having a really hard, hard time <laughs> with that right now yeah. because I what I'm feeling like is no matter how many times I have those conversations, even like Calmly, or, like, not in the heat of the moment, or, like, later when we're reading a different book that we like, and we can, like, no matter how much I say, like, well, what's happening in these, is it's great that you love it. It's so great. I'm glad you're having so much fun with it. This is not a thing that, like, this, if you do it in real life, it can hurt people. It can hurt people's feelings, you know? How do you think this character felt when that happened? Like I'm not getting through to them yet. It's It's like the books are more powerful than me. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're standing there, you have your hands around your ankles being. It's like it's like the it's like the books have this like power over my kids (laughs) that I can't like (laughs) like, compete with. That's (laughs) terrifying. Yeah. That's it! The books have power over you. That's why
2: they're so awesome
1: and we want them.
2: Uh But I mean like that's the that's the battle, right? Like it is it is awesome. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like the whatever it is that's like causing yeah. the problems, lots of times it is also awesome. Yeah. And that's like, like really like, difficult. Yeah.
1: You're yeah. right. Yeah. That fucking sucks. Yeah. What really drove this home was like, Grace found this video on the author, Dave Pilkey, has a website and I love how I'm like plugging this guy. He's like ruined my life. Everybody go out and get um, books for sale And he has by. this, yeah, he has this like video on his site that's all about how when he was a kid, he was like misunderstood in school and had a really hard time and like started making these comics and they totally like saved his life. And it's kind of beautiful and Grace was captivated by yeah. it and that's is a similar story to, like, what she's going through right now at school. And so I was just like, ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lucy, so... (laughs) Help
2: us. Yeah. Where are you on? Like, how do you... Have you, like... And your like partner talked about like what you guys are gonna do. I mean, has it come up? Is there any? Are you ready for this? Does it, it feel catching underpants? No. Yeah. Like, yeah we yeah. are not
3: ready for that. My, <laughs> Only read mama's work. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's it. Only my, no, don't read. Don't read my, my, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he started coming into my office and taking the books off the shelf, and I'm like, you wouldn't like that. <laughs> Just put that back. That's about mommy with another man. <laughs>
2: Just because it's a hard It was, before. It was right. before, Daddy. Just because it's an illustration yeah. doesn't mean it's for Aww. kids. <laughs> the hard lesson.
3: I know, and it's, I mean, it's everywhere. And it's, as an illustrator, I see things like Captain Underpants, and they're so popular, and it's such an easy moneymaker for yeah. illustrators. So I'm like, I make books for my son. I make little, like, illustrated books for my son and my niece and my nephew, and I'm always like, ooh, I know that they would like this book more if there was, like, a butt in it. Yeah! Who doesn't like butt? <laughs> Butts are great sometimes. I don't want to be the one that draws butt books for my kids.
2: (laughs) Like uh, it's just something that I don't really want on my tombstone, you know? Yeah, there's currently like a drawing going around our house, (laughs) and Seth was like, "What do you think this is?" And he sends me this illustration that Katie Bell's made. It's a butt tree. It's totally a butt tree. Which we're we're okay with in our house. All right, like we're that in, sounds know, like a franchise I could get. Behind. Yeah, I can yeah. totally look for butt tree. Butt tree. I mean, We are a book near you. Now, yeah. But that's just it. And now ah, we'll wrap up on this, which just because Trace is nodding, she knows Jeez. what's coming. Yeah. She knows what's coming, <laughs> which is aha, uh-huh, what might be totally fine in your house may not be okay in someone else's house, and that's a really another hard one to remember as well because like. You know, butts are totally fine in our house. My grandfather sent Katie Bell an Easter card. Here comes Peter Fartentail. And it (laughs) plays a song that's all farts inside. And we... It is the greatest thing to enter our house. Because you guys know I throw everything fucking away. But that card... (laughs) Right? Like, I am totally fine with it because, because my kids are able, well, Katie Bell at least, is able to navigate this right now. Like, she, we've never had a problem navigating that with her. Ellis is going to be a different story, but it hasn't told itself yet. It has not unfolded itself to me yet. But in your house, it's not, and they're not navigating it the same way. While I know that your kids might be navigating differently than mine. And so this is a really hard one to go out and say to people, I'm fucking done with Captain Underpants. And everyone's like, I fucking have them all. I love them. You know, like, this is a hard one. And like, on both levels. Like, what you're dealing with yourself and just coming to terms with the fact that you might be a total jerk who wants to ban things from your house. (laughs) Oops. Or that... You're going to go out and talk to people, and they're just going to have a response that's not supportive. You know, you know what I mean? That's, like, literally just like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Lighten up. <laughs> and then you have to deal with the whole guilt of, like, am I not light enough? <laughs> What's happened? Am I Yeah, it plays back on that guilt. So yeah. how about we just never read, listen, or go anywhere or share <laughs> our feelings or experiences with people again? good. Guys, everybody, thank Lucy so much. Thank you, Lucy, for joining us. Thank you so much.
1: have a jumbotron this jumbotron is for erin from eliza and eric
2: happy mother's day thanks for always being there and being the best mother and partner we know your effort to balance work life family helps keep the three of us going and on the right path and an extra shout out to kristen and annie and all of the other moms out there doing a great job good job erin
1: you guys are killing it One Bad Mother is supported in part by Prep Dish. Prep Dish is a healthy, subscription-based meal planning service designed to save time and help you be efficient in the kitchen. Every week, you'll be emailed a grocery list and recipes with gluten-free, dairy-free, and paleo meal options. With only a few hours of prep over the weekend, you can have
2: meals ready all week long. Recipes have included smoky paprika chicken legs
1: and a trio of roasted vegetables and a turkey and zucchini lasagna. Yum! Let Dish do your meal planning for you. Check out PrepDish.com O-B-M for a free two-week trial. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moments with you, as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. <laughs> That's 206-350-9485.
2: Teresa, genius fail time. Genius name. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh.
4: Genius.
1: Oh my god, that's fucking
2: genius! Nice. Woo! It is! It's
1: so good to be here! Teresa? Yes. Genius things. Okay, so this, in hindsight, this was like a signal that I was ready for a break. But, um, <laughs> but I was slicing mango for my kids uh, as a snack, and I I, you know, I do that thing where I'm like, kind of, like, rushing to, like, get it to them because they're, like, hungry and they're sitting there and they're waiting. And, you know, I'm always, like, giving th- giving them their snack first and then, like, the little scraps, like, <laughs> like mom will eat at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as I was slicing it and they're talking amongst themselves, I just kind of, like, noticed that I was rushing and I noticed that, like, the mango I was slicing looked, like, really, really good. And I was, like... I could just eat this one (laughs) right now and then cut up another one for them because, like, it looked really good. And, like, who says that I have to, like, serve them the really good one first? So I just ate the mango, yeah. Yeah!
2: Yeah.
1: I just, just so you guys know, in the booth, I
2: derail and have to edit the whole thing out for the show be eight hours, but I'm always just, like... I I really do love the fact that, like, we are at such a place in our lives where it's like, I ate the Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my bar's even lower, so here you go. Um, So, uh, I checked, my genius is not the fact that I checked the weather before I came here, but I did check the weather before I came, and I was like, ooh, it's going to be cold. I need to bring my jacket. And I didn't. And so, I got here yesterday. I was like, I don't have a fucking jacket. Everything is like California wear, oh shit. And I thought, well, great. Now I'm gonna have to go spend like, a lot of money on a jacket. They're not cheap. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't yeah. want to spend money. That's not how I want to spend my trip money. I want to have a steak, some nice wine.
1: Yeah, and you live in Pasadena. I live in Pasadena. I don't, need I don't want to spend money on yeah. a jacket
2: I'll never fucking use. Yeah. So I was like sitting there really grumpy, having a glass of wine. And I thought, what am I going to do? And then I remembered in my wallet... I still had gift cards left over from my birthday and from Christmas that still had money on it and I googled J Crew and it was two blocks away and I went down there and not only was that jacket fucking 30% off I only paid $11 for it by the time I was done and it is not an $11 jacket and I stood there and was like this yes and this woman behind the counter was just like yeah alright it's a jacket <laughs> so uh, one of the things we love about the live shows is we do live genius and fails so we're gonna uh, we've picked three we're gonna start with Katie K from Cleveland which one it says Katie from Cleveland alright and it's it, oh there are two Katie for shits and giggles already uh, it's about it's about your two year old and a book bag does that make sense that you? That's me. Okay. Okay. Sorry, we have two KDKs
1: from Cleveland. That's amazing. That's amazing.
5: (laughs) It's amazing. And I'm going to note that the first part I wrote was that I invited my friend KDK from Cleveland to join me to Chicago, and it worked. We're here. (laughs) Yeah. My son just turned two on Cinco de Mayo, and when people asked me what I wanted for him, I got him a book
1: bag, and he carries his own diapers and wipes now.
3: (laughs) I no longer carry them.
2: the best. Get your kids. So it was like it's like when you get yeah. your dog to a little backpack and they yeah. carry their treats in it. It is. Yeah.
1: it's a little job to do. Oh
2: no, it's a little job. That's the best. Good job. Uh, you know, the problem is, guys, you really should write down last names. So we're looking for Annie involving a dance. Annie and dance. Is that you? Are they sitting right next to each other? What is happening? Also from
5: Cleveland. we here. literally the
2: best table. <laughs> oh, there's going to be an arm wrestling fight with that kind of stuff no. <laughs>
5: happening. No, but by the end of the day, I have three kids, and they're all monsters, and they all hate each other, and by the end of the day, they're all just fighting, and we're trying to get ready for the next day, showers, and get, you know, all the bullshit, and <laughs> <they all laughs> at the end of the day, it's just like, everybody needs to go to bed. Everyone needs to get on the same page. Yeah. What I do is I try to find the, the song that's stuck in my head, that Jimmy Buffett, Margarita Bell. Yep. Day. And I make up a dance to it, and then I just come into the living room, and I just sing, and I dance yes. really loudly. And then they all just look at me like, what the fuck is mom? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just like, go with it. And then I try to get them to dance along, and then they're either like, I hate mom. And I'm going to go to my room myself, oh. or... I'm gonna dance along and we're just gonna have a good time and yeah, Yay. dance
2: party. Sometimes it works. Sometimes. The dance party is genius. There are times the dance party is definitely the thing that I've like busted out at my angriest, most like I'm about to fucking lose my mind. Dance party, and then you're like, like and it really does change the mood. It does, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I love it. But I like that you put your personal twist on it and yeah. like work out a routine. Yeah. Um, this is a thing that like. The cheerleaders in my high school used to do. <laughs> and so, like, when I write here, routine, I go right to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. All right. Uh, okay, very good, very good. All right, our last genius is Alexis Schmitz. What, which one did I write? down? Oh, I would like to hear about your your pedicure.
0: My pedicure, which everyone can come see after the show all this <laughs> Um I have a six year old son who is obsessed with nail polish. And yeah. I let him polish my nails. And let me tell you that there are so many colors under these boots right now, and it looks fucking amazing. And I get compliments on it, like from the people who, okay, once a year do my manicure, but like, they're like, oh my gosh, your nails are amazing. Six year old, and he's been doing it since he was four, so. I highly, highly recommend it. Let your kids paint your nails. And then everybody thinks you're an amazing mom. Because you're like, oh, I'm just doing it for the kids. I'm doing it because I'm not paying $30 to have somebody else do it. That's right.
2: That's the best. That's the best. You guys are doing an amazing job. Also, I would like to say that everybody deserves something for just fucking coming here. Like, every slip was like, we did yeah. it, we came to a show! Like, yeah. I was like, yeah! Yeah, so, yeah! yeah. Ahem. Failures. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. <laughs> fail me, Teresa.
1: Okay. (laughs) So I started to gather from Gracie, my six and a half year old, that crushes are kind of like becoming a thing. And so I mentioned to Jesse that I was going to order Sex is a Funny Word by the wonderful Corey Silverberg, which is a really great book. And a great resource. But I hadn't, like, read it yet Mm. all the way through. I just, like, was like, oh, it's time to, like, have that in our house. And then we can look at it. And then we can, like, you know, start to look at it with Gracie. And, like, so it came in the mail. And then, like, I just, like, left it out and, like, forgot about it. Oh, yeah. So then she was on a timeout. And she, she got up through page 80 yeah there's a lot a lot happens yeah a lot happens by page 80 yeah yeah we have the book it's yeah it's a a long book but like 80 is like that's like most of the book yeah that's most yeah (laughs) yeah you're deep in by 80 oh yeah yeah so well that that that, there we are that's something that's where we are that is the
2: thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) that has happened in your house well, you're doing a horrible job. Yeah. Um, okay, this actually ties in to last week's topic where we talked about yelling this this week. So, Stefan has been gone, and it's been a while, and I have really kind of been at my end. Like, I feel like I'm, I go through these waves of the day where I'm like, I'm doing it! And then, like, one thing happens, and I fucking go. So... I got so angry. They were, like, in the tub, and I I got so angry, and so, like, bowled over, but instead of yelling, I did something, like, I just, like, fucking went out the bathroom door, and I slammed the fucking bathroom door so fucking hard, and then I went into the next room, and I just fucking slammed that door so... I mean, like, shit fell off the wall, slammed hard, and, like... Like Ellis was just like bugging playing. And like Katie Bell was a little like, all right. And like, but like, and it was like it was scary. It was like a scary it scared me. They are both totally fine and will all therapy will be paid for. And like later I went in and apologized, but like, guys, it was it was not a good moment yeah. for me, and I felt really bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's alright. Let's listen to other people failing. Okay. All right. <laughs> Janelle Henninger, we would like to hear your fail. Did I say that right? There's her. Hello. All right. You might. Can you reach her? Okay. Hello, I'm Janelle
5: Henninger oh, from is... um, Washington, Illinois, and. Um, Ooh, hi. Hello. I'm so glad to be here. Yay. I have kind of a poop fail. <laughs> uh, I. Um, this happened quite a few years ago because now my toddler is. Um, almost seven. Um,
2: so Your toddler, my, my seven-year-old toddler.
5: Yeah. Yes. yeah, my seven-year-old toddler. Anyway, I am, my husband's here, and uh, he usually clogs our toilet. And so, um... <laughs> that is so not crazy. on the slip. So, um, I got out the plunger and um, started plunging the toilet, and then I accidentally left it out like I normally do. And I went about my day, and all of a sudden I saw my daughter coming out of the bathroom, holding the end of the plunger, chewing on the very top
2: of the plunger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah! I thought I was going to throw up. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It was like a plunger poop lollipop thing. Oh, fan. gosh, it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a horrible job! <laughs> could be like, ah, And then, like, you're gonna go home, in two weeks from now, your kid's gonna be eating a plunger or something equally bad. Just wait for it. It comes around. The poop fails come around, guys. Um, alright. Angie King. Alright. And, um...
5: Hi, guys. Hi. So, yesterday was my son's
1: First ever, he's five years old. He's in preschool for the first year. Yesterday, I came to Chicago to come here. It was his first ever school concert. And I had to miss it. Yeah, and I suck.
0: You just suck.
1: And
6: instead,
2: I went to (laughs) Hamilton. (laughs) I know, I have to. I just want you to know what you missed, and that was not Hamilton. (laughs) Okay. as a person who has been to every fucking school concert. <laughs> There'll be more. Don't worry. But also, you're doing a horrible job. So. <laughs> Woo! All right. Last but not least. Oh, I <laughs> just thought this was kind of funny. And it really just... It's, it's kind of a fail, in our opinion, just because it's sometimes feeling bad is a fail. Uh, Amy, ready? Where are you? Seriously. I'm sorry. This made me laugh so hard. Jesus Christ.
6: <laughs> and, and it was. Like it happened kind of, to me. It was it's kind of, to me. kind of a similar moment tonight. Oh no. Okay. Well, share, si- share you. Okay, okay. First, I'll share the first one. Yesterday morning, so my husband got a promotion at work, and hit, it's really cool, right? Well, so their tradition is to go to the donut shop and bring in donuts. Sure. So we go, and I have a five-year-old as well at home. So I bring my five-year-old in, and my husband and I are standing there, and we are, like, literally, I was leaving on the road to come here right after I dropped my son off at daycare. This old man, older gentleman... (laughs) who looks older than my father, who my father is almost 70, looks at me and goes, oh, look at how you are. You're training your grandson to donuts. Oh, it's the worst. Which then I'm like, I just like kind of swallow it. And my husband's standing there and is like, yeah, yeah, yeah," you know. And I think my (laughs) husband is just excited because he's like, he's bringing donuts to work. He's getting a fucking promotion. (laughs) Yeah. So then I'm standing there and my son, Felix, who is picked out the one and only sprinkle donut left, picks out the sprinkle donut and the other guy is checking out and walking out. And he's like,
2: oh, you better be good to your grandma. No. Everybody keep your mouth shut out in the world.
6: I'm like, what? I know. How do I? I mean, like, yes. Okay. I am an older mom my son is 5 I'm 42 but how the fuck
1: yeah yeah Yeah. 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 how the fuck yeah. is it the gentleman
6: yeah. that just looked at me that is older than my father yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. call me grandma yeah yeah well
2: I, Correct. I you just deserve a fucking Hooray. trophy is really Jesus. the whole point of this thank you you are welcome you're doing an amazing job it it's coming guys it did happen. It happened to me too. It was, you know, 44 out visiting, it was like visiting a one-bed mother who was out to California in a hospital with her kid and I came out to like visit her and her son uh, who was in the hospital and like we're hanging out talking and the nurse comes in and goes, are you, she didn't even, she was like, was something like, are you the grandma? No. And I was just like, no, no. <laughs> no. Then I immediately went home to Steph, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, all of us are doing a horrible job.
1: You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I...
2: Support for One Bed Mother comes from Audible. Audiobooks are a great sidekick to summer activities like hiking, road tripping, enjoying downtime, outdoors, and more. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, which lets you fill your summer with more stories like my sister's book, American Housewife.
1: (laughs) Audible members get a credit every month, good for any audiobook in their store, regardless of price, and unused credits roll over to the next month. Didn't like your audiobook? You can exchange it. No questions asked. Start a 30-day trial, and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com/badmother or text badmother to 500-500 to get started.
4: Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Yay!
0: I'm a Gringo, like a small dog owner. My dog Pistachio howls when she's excited. And I'm Renee Culvert, a big dog owner. My dog Tugboat tips over when he's sleepy. And we co-host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog that airs every Tuesday. We bring you all things dog. Yes, dog news, dog tech, dogs we met this week. We also have pretty famous guests on Butt Legs. We're not going to let them talk about their projects. No. Just want to hear about those dogs. We don't want to hear about your stuff, only your dogs. So join us every Tuesday on Max
1: Fun.
4: Thank you so much to the over 28,000 members who joined or upgraded during the 2018 Max Fun Drive and to all of our monthly members. You showed up in full force to help us reach our goal and to show our appreciation, we're putting up this year's batch of Max Fundrive exclusive enamel pins on sale for all $10 and up monthly members. And just like last year, we're giving all the profits to charity. For 2018, we're supporting the National Immigration Law Center. The sale will run from May 18 through May 28, so don't miss it. $10 and up monthly members will be receiving personalized code and instructions to purchase pins on May 17th. So keep your inbox open and notifications on. For more details, head over to maximumfun.org/pins and to learn more about the National Immigration Law Center and support them directly, you can go to nilc.org.
2: Now, in our live show, something we have discovered that's an interesting and kind of fun is the wrong word. But it's to, as a group, listen to a rant collectively. It's kind of been a really interesting experience at the live shows to kind of all be together, to listen to a mom have a breakdown together. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're, we're going to do it again tonight. They're called, so they're kind of hard to hear, so try and listen.
4: Here we go. Did <laughs> you <laughs> a breakdown? Um, I'm at home with my two and a half year old and my 11 month old. And I should be taking my older son to preschool. But after searching for my kids frantically for like 20 minutes, I finally texted my husband to see if he knew where they were. And he has them with him at work. And he can't leave anytime soon. And this is only like his second week of preschool time. Up uh, until this point I have been home with the two of them like, you know, first who the having really these I haven't really never really went back to work full time. And um so for the last eleven months I have been caring for both children, you know, more or less by myself. And ever since preschool started last week, the idea of caring for the both of them by myself just seems impossible because it's so much easier when you are in pre-school. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, you're so bigger for the school It's gonna be so hard.
2: All right. First, I just want to say what a f- fucking great job you're doing. Um, this, this may be, like, one of my, like, favorite calls ever because it's everything. I mean, like, that, that moment where you're, like, crying about, I just want my son to be at preschool so badly, like... That is really real. Like, I mean, and, and it's so interesting because it kind of taps into that sort of thing like where suddenly your kid's sick and they can't go to school, like an older kid, and you're like, oh, my day's fucking ruined. But like, <laughs> this, this is like, this is like the baby of that. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this is the baby. This is that like really hard thing where, and like, oh, when she said, yeah, it's easier when, when he's at preschool, I also have a baby. Babies aren't easy. And, like, and I, we say it all the time. It doesn't matter if you have one or, like, eight kids. And, yes, okay, sometimes maybe if you have eight kids. It's about what's happening, like, in your house that's too much. And I just have never met anybody who's like, this has been really fucking easy. <laughs> like, ever. And so, like, I just, right? Like, I, yep. just, I just think she's doing... Yeah. Such a remarkable, such a good job,
1: yeah, job.
2: It is, and what's like, even more unique to her situation. She's like, my kid loves it, mm-hmm. like he he loves it, and you're like it's just not like you're even wrestling with like the guilt of wanting to take him to school. You just. Want him to go to school? Oh, and, like, just the keys. She says, she, like, screams out into the night. She's like, I can't go anywhere. (laughs) And, like, now you're really trying. You can't go to a park. You can't go to a fucking store. You can't go to Barnes & Noble. You can't, like, destroy it. You're, like, there. And it is the worst. And I just... I'm so sorry that that happened. And you're just doing... Like a really fucking great job. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, Teresa. What did we learn today? <laughs> fucking ban it all. Um. That's not true. I think actually, I think what we learned is that it's really fucking complicated, and it's just like another. The idea of like bad influences and how we're going to respond to it is another one of those things that I gave zero real thought to and I hate when these things keep fucking sneaking up on me and I'm like, oh, I've got to give this actual thought and it can't be like a sweeping... It's like the like, well, I'll just give them a timeout, and that'll work. Or I'll just yell and they'll get it right away. Or my child will never be on an iPad in public. I hear you go, right? Like, it's like all these things that you think you're going to handle a certain way and then like <laughs> fucking parenting, guys. It just keeps getting difficult. And great. And magical. But I feel like we learned that like one everybody's having a different experience with this. So try and be like, this is the easy lesson. Try to be like respectful when somebody comes to you and says like, my kid, like a fucking hate Captain Underpants. Don't be like, it's the best. Be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Why? What's happening? Yeah. Like that's that's a nice thing to do. And then the other is, I also think it's totally fine to make your life easier sometimes by like, setting up parameters or rules in your house or, like, maybe not having something. Maybe something is a library treat. Or maybe Star Wars, that clone movie, is, like, fine at Jimmy's house. You know what I mean? But, like... But that said, I will say, we haven't even gotten into, like real video game stuff yet. And, like, I was talking to a friend who, like, there's one set of games that are totally fine in the house, but then when they go to the other friend's house, they're playing games that, like, she's not okay with, you know? And, like, that, that's something we're all going to have to navigate at some point in time. Like, how do we talk to each other about that? How do we say, you know what, that's not all right in my house and not do it in a way that then like makes the other person feel like shit, right? Like that's a hard one, good luck.
1: Yeah, I don't know, did you learn anything? Um... <laughs> I feel better having complained about it publicly. Yes! that is the bigger lesson right there. Thank you. Guys,
2: it has been so nice to be here in Chicago. We are having a really good time. Let me please tell you that you guys, I always get super keyed up when I do this with people actually in the room. Um, Cause usually it's just me and Teresa, and I cry and edit it. <laughs> That's you, actually true. That's really true. Yeah. I cried a lot last week on the show. Like the show to you. I'm like genius, I don't fucking know what segment it is. You guys are doing a remarkable job. This is incredibly difficult and it is tiring and it is a lot and it is also super awesome and none of those things negate the other and I know that it was a lot to come out here and to make this work, uh, to be here tonight and just to even go to the store takes a lot to make that happen and I just want to say like for real you guys are doing an incredible fucking job. Yeah. Teresa? Yes. You are doing such a great job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. (inaudible) We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash mother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out
1: OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, fuss by, got not down
4: Mama Blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fuss by, got not down Mama